Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. A continuación, Voces en Acción, el programa comunitario que informa a la comunidad latina. Voces en Acción, la verdad en acción. Voices in Action, the truth in action. Now, con ustedes, Jenny Ibarra. Buenas tardes, buenas noches, donde quiera que usted esté, bienvenido a Voces en Acción y a su show de regular. Hoy es un día muy especial, porque primero que todo es el último día antes de las elecciones. Si no ha ido a votar, por favor, espero que haya votado, porque mañana es el día de elecciones, que es el día 8, tiene que ir a votar. Se lo agradecería si va y por favor, si pone su contienda en la persona que vamos a hablar, porque que lea la plataforma y que vea que es un ser humano con integridad, con respeto, con amor. Y lo traigo nuevamente al show porque creemos en lo que él está trabajando con la comunidad. Good afternoon, good day, whatever you are. Thank you for being with us one more time in Voces en Acción. Jenny Rosales, your host. And I have the honor and pleasure of bringing somebody that has been working with the community for the last more than more than that eventually, but for the last year on the running around, and he was elected in the primaries as our representative for the Congress, District 8, and uh, he's going to be, um, I know the polls already calling him, and his name is saying Morgan Luttrell. So he is right here with us, and we're going to talk to Morgan because I call this show Getting to Know Morgan. I don't want to talk only about politics. I want I went to the breakfast um setting the other day of the of, of Josh Mack. Okay, Josh Mack does a breakfast setting every year around October. And Morgan was the speaker this time. I cry sitting down hearing Morgan's testimony. And I wanted him to repeat it again for the Hispanic community to know. Because basically, we know the person when the person is working. We know the person when the person is talking to you. But you don't know what is behind that person's life how that person has struggled, how that person has literally died sometimes, okay, himself, to leave others, okay? So that's the Morgan that showed to me on that breakfast at 7 o'clock in the morning, and here I am crying. And I'm like, Morgan, you need to come to my show. And he started laughing. He's like, I'll go. Because I'm going to do this for the Hispanic community right now so they'll know what's going on with Morgan. Yo traje al señor Morgan Lutrell hoy día. Lo había traído en las primarias. Él ganó ya la parte republicana en la, en la, la contienda de él ahorita. Es una señora que se llama Laura Jones. Ella está trabajando con el departamento con los demócratas. El señor Morgan Lutrell con los republicanos. Yo quiero que usted vaya a la plataforma del señor Lutrell y lea la plataforma, pero yo lo traigo porque él tiene un testimonio de vida. Un testimonio de vida que yo lo escuché en un desayuno hace unos meses, unas semanas atrás, 
con el, el Josh Mack y donde él habla de su vida personal como ejemplo de hombre, como ejemplo de, de persona cristiana que cree en, en lo que Dios hace y eso es lo que quiero que hable hoy día con nosotros para que usted ponga en balanza lo que usted tiene que elegir cuando vaya a votar. Repito, Voces en Acción no es política ni queremos decirle a usted por quién tiene que votar, pero les presentamos a ustedes la faceta de todas las personas que nos tocan y nos hablan para venir a hablar con ustedes y él ha tomado dos veces de su tiempo a venir a hablar con los hispanos. Tenemos que escucharlo. Así que por eso lo traigo. I will repeat this. This is a conversation with Morgan Luttrell. Voices in Action is not a political show. Lone Star Community is not a political radio station at all. I'm here to open my eyes and my doors to whoever wants to come over here and whoever wants to give the experience of life. And Mr. Morgan Luttrell has taken it. Thank you, Morgan. Love you. Thank, Thank you for being here. Oh, no, it's good to be back. It's always... Thank Sir... You're always you're always on my shoulder every time, and uh, I've always respected that. So thank you for having me back. Are we videoing? Cause yes, that's okay, sir. Don't worry. At this point, it's been, it's been no, a, no, it's been a hectic morning. From, exactly. <laughs> you're coming from the pole sites. You're coming from meeting. You don't have time to even comb your hair because you're running up and down. So that's something that we don't yeah, we don't yeah, even it's care storming about. storming outside too. That's well, okay. okay. So at this point, sir, I'm bringing you because I, like I said this in the beginning, the Hispanic community wants to know besides knowing that you're the right candidate for them, they want to know the man, that man that went to struggle since day one all the way to where it is right now. Yeah. And that's what I wanted to portray to the Hispanic community, and that's what I brought you. Yeah, Yo le estoy preguntando a él que quiero que me hable un poco de la experiencia personal que ha tenido y que quiero que ustedes escuchen esta historia, por favor. Go ahead, sir. No, uh, my life, I've always thought it's my, you know, my life is a journey like everybody else's and I never considered myself special in any way. I've done just, I've done special things. I think learned, I learned early on with my, my mother and my father and my, my, my granddaddy and my grandmother taught my twin brother and I that if, that anything's possible if you, if you work hard for it and you, and you, and you believe. And Dice que básicamente toda la vida ha tenido el apoyo de su familia y lo que les ha enseñado es que trabajar duramente. Su mamá, su papá, sus abuelos, eh, les enseñaron a él y a su hermano mellizo desde chiquitos que todo lo que tú trabajas, te lo propones, lo puedes conseguir y tienes que trabajar para ello. Punto. Go ahead, sir. I, uh, I grew up here, right here in Montgomery County in Willis, uh, on a horse ranch. Creo, se creó en un rancho aquí en Montgomery County en Willis. All your life, you just... All the way up to college until we left for college. And my family kept horses. My mother still has horses today. Okay. And then basically, what called your attention of devoting yourself to our country, your life, almost getting killed, almost, you know, eventually sitting here is a miracle. You shouldn't be here. You should have, you know. Probably not. Exactly. Yeah, I, I think the, it, the way that we were raised, we were raised in the country. And exactly. That is that is responsibilities before the sun comes up and responsibilities before the sun comes down. Uh, whether that's making sure that the animals are fed and watered and, and taken care of, and, and and having our chores inside the house is doing our homework and make sure that you know education was big in our family. And I can honestly say that I was not. I was I struggled as a child. I wasn't the smart guy. I had to work for that. 
Ok. Él dice que parte de la crianza de él fue dura, por eso ha sentido que siempre en el campo, ustedes, muchos de los que me están escuchando, trabajan en el campo. Desde el, desde el sun up a sun down, él trabajaba automáticamente desde que salía el sol hasta cuando bajaba el sol. Él tenía que trabajar, asegurarse que los animales comieran, dar la comida a los animales, trabajar, ir a la escuela, estudiar, terminar su tarea y volver a cerrar. El, y así era, un, era el trabajo del diario. Y eso es lo que él... Eh, Así se crió en el campo, como, como, como granjero, automáticamente. Eso lo, lo movió también a tener una, un amor a su propia patria. Y como le pregunté anteriormente, que él no debería estar vivo, porque fue una guerra. Él casi se me muere, él se muere, y se le muere a su señor y a su familia. Se muere completamente, porque él pelea. Pero vamos a hablar sobre esa historia, de que él sale de la escuela, va a la universidad, termina la universidad y se mete en, la, en, la, en, la, en las fuerzas. Sir... Went to college, then you decided to go into the armed, the armed forces. The, yes, ma'am, in the Navy. Going to college, is not, I was the first person to graduate college with my family. Okay. And it, the day that we graduated from high school, my father came to my brother and I and said, you can go to college, you can go to work, you can go to the military, but you can't stay here. College, work, military, but you, you can't stay. You those three choices, but you cannot stay here. Wow. Is it that el, 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 el se creó una familia tan, tan estricta, básicamente, donde dice que tenía que hacer algo. Así que el papá y la mamá les dijo, cuando se graduó de la escuela, se graduó, le dijo, ¿sabes? Que tienes tres opciones. Verte a la, irte a la militar, trabajar o irte a la escuela, a la universidad. Tú decides, pero no te puedes quedar aquí. Así que el papá lo sacó. El papá le dijo que se fuera a trabajar. So, when he, you, you went ahead and enrolled. I, I, cho I chose college. Ajá, él escogió la universidad y se I, fue a la I chose college first. I wanted, to, I wanted to have a college degree. Okay. So, I worked, I worked three to four jobs and paid I, I personally paid my way through school working construction cleaning swimming pools working at uh, so you paid your degree in what university Sam Houston State okay él fue a Sam Houston State University y él mismo se pagó su educación trabajando hasta cuatro cuatro trabajos four jobs while you were studying yeah to pay to pay in order to go to school and pay my way through school so I know that it can be done <laughs> por eso dice que se paga su educación porque dice que se puede hacer. Es, dice, nosotros podemos hacer eso. Trabajar y educarnos. Y eso fue lo que él hizo. Sir. And that was the first time that I had ever gone hungry, gone without a place to live, and actually experienced struggle, if you, if you can yeah. put that in perspective. Because exactly. I didn't have mom and dad anymore. Exactly. And if I wanted to do go to college, I, it was on me. As a, and I was 18, and I started 18. I, you, I had to be a man at 18. Okay. Dice que ese fue el único momento en su vida cuando fue a la universidad que experimentó lo que es la pobreza y el hambre, la necesidad, porque él tenía que ser un hombre a la edad de 18 años. Para él era crucial hacerse hombre. Y el papá le dijo. Ya no, ya no cuentas con el apoyo económico de nosotros. Así que él tuvo que trabajar para poder vivir en la calle. So basically, you were homeless, you were literally homeless. Like, I had to live on a buddy's couch for a little bit. Didn't have my, a house or apartment of my own. Okay. So I never slept out outside on the street. Be very no. clear on that. Okay. But having to balance around because I couldn't afford an apartment. Okay, I know. Yeah, I okay. that's the same story. I heard it from Mr. Jose Palafox. De, you two are amazing on your stories. Uh, esa misma historia de la vida del señor Palafox, que tuvieron que vivir de couch en couch, 
porque no podían vivir, realmente no vivían en el suelo o afuera, pero no, no, no tenían su propia cama ni su propio apartamento porque no, no podían pagarlo y tenían que pagar la universidad. So basically you finish your college and you, what makes you go into the Navy, sir? The majority of men in my family uh -huh. throughout our generations have served in the military in every conflict in our country's history. Wow. So it's... Traditional. That's traditional. Ok, le pregunto que qué lo hizo meterse a la naval. Me dijo, Jenny, la mayoría de mis ancestros, toda mi familia ha servido a los Estados Unidos en, la, en algún tipo de, de forma de las forma, Fuerzas Armadas. Él entró como en la, en la naval, pero es, es una cosa como tradicional. So right after college, you just went, great roll. I did. Jump straight in. Right after, it's, um, actually a couple months. Before, I actually... And I told this story at the prayer breakfast when I broke my leg okay. in college. Uh -huh. And they and because of the injury itself and that I, I have all the hardware, the exactly. screws in my uh -huh. they kicked me out. They told you you can't like, you can't you cannot you can't join. Do that. Yeah, and it really for the first and again, this just it totally it took everything from me. I, I had nothing. That's all I want to do is be a SEAL. Okay. And so I was just fixed to graduate. And then that happened, and they were like, you can't do that. I had no direction from there. I, you know, I went to the war, and I'm like, I don't. And he told me, get up, quit feeling sorry for yourself. And I did. <laughs> wow. Él tiene un accidente cuando está en college, y le afecta. Le tienen que poner metales en la pierna, y para poder entrar a la naval, que él quería hacer lo que se llama un Navy SEAL, que es un, un, un naval de experiencia de sello. Se llama, son navales específicos para ciertas tácticas de la naval. Y eso es lo que él quería hacer. Automáticamente para entrar a ese grupo, él no podía, porque tenía metales en la pierna. Y él dijo, no puede ser. Ese, todo, todo su sueño se le vino abajo, no pudo hacerlo. So, how did you get in? What, what, what make, Mike, what, what they, they decided to just out of the blue? No, 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 no. So after this, I had three surgeries, and I, it took about two years, and I just I started rehab and exercising, and, and I kept my body, the rest of my body in shape, and then in order to get the leg back where it needed to be and the ankle joint, the tendons and everything, and tendons and ligaments back to where they needed to be, it took me about two years. And my twin brother was in SEAL training mm -hmm. after, during all this, and I flew out to see him. Mm -hmm. And he got me an interview with the head doctor at Special Warfare. Okay. And the doctor signed, gave you the clearance. He gave me a waiver. Okay. So I could come back and sign back up. Yeah. Wow, that's good. Yeah. Eh, es, dice que lo que le pasó fueron dos años de realmente rehabilitación de su pierna y mantenerse en forma para poder entonces pasar los exámenes de naval y entrar. Ahora, el hermano de él ya estaba adentro como Navy SEAL y estaba allá adentro. Y lo que hizo fue, él viajó hasta donde estaba el hermano y el hermano le consiguió una cita con el, con el doctor de la naval y el doctor de la naval le firmó el clearance para que él pudiera registrarse. Así que lo aceptaron. Ok, so basically, from now on, yeah, that's, that's when you start struggling. ¿no? <laughs> so I, after, after that, I, when I enlisted in the Navy and went to SEAL training, Uh, that was where I thought, you know, I, I, I finally found what I you needed loved. to be, my calling, right? Uh, I graduated number one in my class. Great. Top of my class. And then from 2000 to 2014, I served honorably in the SEAL teams. I was an enlisted sailor and actually ended up earning my commission and became a commissioned officer and retired in 
2014 because of medical reasons and after the helicopter, I told you about the helicopter. The helicopter, sir. exactly. You had an helicopter, sir, and thank you for the, your your life is being, I don't know if you have, if they gave you a purple heart or whatever, they uh, should have uh, given you one yeah. because basically you went in in something that you shouldn't have and that's something that I do respect. Él, 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 tú, él entró, entra, hace todo su entrenamiento, trabaja con la naval y tiene un accidente de helicóptero en el cual cae y realmente no se sabe si él está vivo. Estuvo unos días perdido, finalmente lo encontraron y cuando lo encuentran, él este, está muy mal deteriorado. Este, sigue, él se recupera de todas sus heridas y ahorita vamos a hablar las heridas específicas que tuvo en el accidente y en el 2014 se jubila de la naval con honores pero él se gradúa de la naval, de, su primer, de la primera clase, de la que se gradúa con honores también. Un hombre excepcional. Tell me something, sir. The, the, the accident itself was, you were, you were flying for a mission or we you were coming the, from a mission? Well, this was, no, this, the, the <laughs> that was my fourth helicopter crash. So, so the, the worst one, the one where I was injured, the worst, it was a training operation and we were out, out on the Atlantic, over the Atlantic Ocean. Okay. And our, our helicopter flew into a boat, a ship, and it crashed onto the ship. Oh, my God. Yeah. Killed, killed one guy and catastrophic loss to the rest of us. Wow, sir. Yeah. That's how I broke my back. And that's four helicopter crashes, did you say? That was my fourth one. Padre Eterno, este señor se cayó de cuatro helicópteros en entrenamientos y en tácticas de naval. Y el, el último de sus este, accidentes es donde él se rompe completamente toda la espalda. En ese muere uno de los Navy Seals que estaba con él y eh, todos los que estaban ahí estaban heridos. Él termina con una, un, una, un daño completamente cervical. Pero la historia continúa, déjenme contarles. So your cervix, everything gone, basically you were, you were how long recuperation? Yeah, uh, better part of almost a year. I was okay. in a body cast for a while. I broke my back in six places. Mm -hmm. uh, my coccyx sacrum destroyed all the nerves from my waist down. Oh, my God, sir. Nah, it's just a bad day at the office. Bad day at the office. <laughs> bad day at the office. <laughs> Se rompe completamente la espalda. Dos, casi, un, dos, casi un año y medio de recuperación. Seis partes. Se rompe la clavícula. Se rompe todo lo que es el coccyx, todo el área de atrás los nervios, todo. O sea, el hombre tuvo que ser reconstruido y le pregunto, entonces, ¿cómo hizo? Me dice, un día malo en la oficina, fue lo que me contesta. <laughs> I love when you say a bad day in the officer. Yeah, okay. So basically, then after you finally recuperate yourself, you decided to go back to college. Uh, no, after the accident, uh, I went back and it's been another... Um, See, that was in 2009, got out in 14. So, yeah, our six, another six, seven years. Yeah, seven years more. Employments. And then once I had to medically retire from the Navy because I have a stimulator implanted in my hip. Okay. And once the writing was on the wall, then I went back to school and studied the brain, studied traumatic brain injury. Okay. El termina el accidente, se recupera, vuelve a trabajar unos siete años más, se jubila, se jubila de esa, ese, ¿cómo se llama?, del, del, de la naval, y se va a la universidad y estudia sobre lo que se llama el daño en el cerebro, eh, como cirujano de daño de cerebro, básicamente, you're a surgeon, sir, am I right? Or you're close to a surgeon? Are you a doctor? Or you, what is uh, your... So, no, I, uh, mine was a PhD. 
un, una, un doctorado. Un doctorado. Ok, ok. Él tiene un doctorado en, en, en lo que se llama trauma de el cerebro, eso es lo que él tiene no terminó para llegar a ser el cirujano completo, sino para doctorado nada más so, so basically, what called your attention about that specific I had one. because of your injury I have a traumatic okay. brain injury, yeah. so I started, I decided to study it so I could fix it wow, that's so cool él dice que como tuvo el accidente, hubo daño cerebral <laughs> y que eso lo causó que él se recuperó y él pudo recobrar todo, pero él veía eso y él quería estudiar sobre eso y cómo poder ayudar a otros a recuperarse de un daño cerebral y de, de, de un daño completamente físico como el que tuvo en la naval. Sir, finishing all the stuff, you finished college, you went ahead, you met Miss Leslie. I did. The best thing in your life. <laughs> Leslie and my babies, Gunner and Lincoln, yeah, they're, my, they're my blessings. Okay. Dice que termina entonces conoce el amor de su vida, la señora Leslie, que le mando muchos saludos. Hi, Leslie. I'm just saying hello. And that basically, y el amor de la, vida, de la vida de él es ella y sus dos pequeños. Now, we're going to touch about God's miracles in your life. And I know that you have been through so many people that you were close, that were dying mm -hmm. through the whole this area, time. And mm -hmm. at the same time, then your personal experience with your son, am I right? Yeah. Both of them, actually. And then, then I mentioned that we lost one. Exactly. In, in between the two. Uh-huh. When you sign up for the military, when I, very, when I first up, when I initially signed up, there was no war going on. And then in, that was in 2000 and 2001. Now we're at full-fledged war. So there was, exactly. there was an understanding that, and in the SEAL community, you're so close. Exactly. To everybody. But it's inevitable. It's not if, but when you'll start losing Your, your teammates. Your teammates. Yeah. And I've lost well over 100. You know, that's wow. a lot of funerals to go to. Wow, sir. So. Yeah, you said something about a week. One week you were going like to nine funerals together. Yeah, one uh, in a week's time, nine. But so in one operation, we lost 31 guys. And wow, then another sir. one, 19. So it's. Dice que cuando ellos se hacen Nadal y juran su trabajo al gobierno de los Estados Unidos y a la protección de eh, la tierra de la libertad, que es los Estados Unidos, automáticamente también tienen el riesgo de que no saben si van a volver a casa. Eh, él dice que ha perdido casi 100 compañeros de Naval, los cuales yo mis respetos porque son personas que dan su vida por la tierra, por el, donde ellos nacieron y por sus principios, por proteger nuestra identidad y nuestros derechos. Y dice que en una semana pudo haber ido a nueve funerales. Acá rato tenía que ir a un montón de funerales porque era parte de lo que él hacía. Y él veía eso. Y que realmente eso le ha impactado su vida. Porque mi hermano estaba involucrado en eso también. Oh, sí. Me dijo que estaba cinco días. Cinco días. Was killed, but and he was missing, and then we found him. So I got, I got, I lost my roommates, and my, uh, but I got my brother. My brother survived. Yeah, but we got my brother back. El hermano de él se llama Marcus Lutrell. Es un famoso eh, artista de cine que quizás ustedes han oído de él. El hermano de él estuvo también en combate y estuvo perdido, estuvo missing o en, per, en pérdida por cinco días, los cuales fueron cinco días cruciales. Y cuando son mellizos, los mellizos tienden a estar unidos. Y todos los que estaban con el hermano en ese accidente, todos murieron. El, el señor Marcus tuvo la oportunidad de sobrevivir ese accidente 
y también está él. Y dice que él ha perdido no solamente compañeros de cuarto, sino tuvo también por perder a su hermano. Entonces, cosas así lo han impactado. Sir, what has kept you together? Faith in the Lord. Le pregunto, ¿qué es lo que a él le ha tenido, lo ha tenido fuerte hasta el momento? Y dice que la fe en Dios. Then we're going to go ahead and talk about Leslie and you. Mm -hmm. Those kids were miracles. Absolutely. Our first son, while he was still in the womb, we found out that he had a single artery umbilical cord, which statistically there could be problems with, with him. Exactly. Um, but there were a, a blessing that he came out and was fine, but it was a high-risk pregnancy, mm -hmm. which was, you know, is most if anyone's gone through that, it's stressful. Mm -hmm. uh, two years later, we lost we lost our second child. Second before, child. Yeah, before we lost it to a miscarriage. Mm -hmm. And then our third child, Lincoln, came out beautiful, perfect, and the nurse came to take him from us to check his hearing shortly after he was born, and he didn't come back. And that he had aspirated uh, fecal matter in the birthing canal. Oh my! And got an infection. God got an infection on his and, lungs. And um, was teetering on not making it. So I spent two weeks with him in the in the ICU. But he's great. He's great now. He's you know he's alive. yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I've seen him. He does. He does. He does. Though he has the one of the rarest blood diseases we that we know about. Right. Um, they they tested his blood when he was born and it. Very, very rare blood disease. And, of course, we were like, okay, you know, how? we were asking all these questions. And finally, my wife and I was like, well, how did he get it? And the doctor was like, one of you are the carriers. And because the, with, with the disorder, they kept, the doctor was saying, like, he's not going to be very athletic. He's, you know, he, it may, just a myriad of things. And, in fact, it turns out I'm the one that has it. And you're the athletic one. And I, exactly. So I was like. <laughs> Hello. We're good. <laughs> We're good. I was like, there's nothing this boy won't be able to do. So was, yeah, now he's going to It was like a relief. It's like, relief. Okay, it's fine. No big deal. Um, he's thriving. And and he's, he's as jumpy as you are oh, and as happy as you are. Great. great. Yeah. <laughs> el, el, la historia de él es muy curiosa porque la esposa de él se casan, se enamoran, se casan y pasan eh, su primer embarazo. Eh, le dicen que el niño viene con problemas. Eh, porque tiene un problema con la conexión del, del cordón umbilical, automáticamente pensaban que el niño no iba a nacer bien, el niño nació bien sin ningún problema. Eh, después queda embarazada nuevamente y pierde otro bebé. Y entonces el tercero, el bebé más chiquito, el bebé más chiquito nace perfecto, todo estaba perfecto y cuando lo sacan de llevarlo a, a, de la, del cunero a llevarlo a hacerle un examen de audición, el niño había consumido parte de lo que era la, el, 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 la, el pupú, o sea, el excremento fetal que hay en el canal y eso le hizo una infección en los pulmones y el niño queda en, en el sistema de cuidados intensivos por un buen tiempo y él se tuvo que quedar, él dice, yo estuve con mi hijo todo el tramo metido en cuidados intensivos asegurándome de que el niño superara esto. Después le hacen un tipo de análisis sobre la sangre. Se dan cuenta que tiene una sangre completamente diferente y que esa sangre también tiene un problema genético y eh, que no va a ser un niño eh, muy eh, de, de estar corriendo, de hacer ejercicio, sino un niño con muchos problemas para caminar, para todas las cosas. Y resulta ser que 
ellos trataron de preguntar, bueno, y entonces, ¿a qué viene esto? Eh, mi esposa lo tiene, lo tengo yo, es un gene, ¿de dónde sale? Y le dijeron que era de él. Y, él, y me río yo porque él era el atlético y el que estaba en todo. Él hacía toda clase de deporte. Él estuvo en la, en la naval y estuvo súper activo. Eso significa que básicamente tienes que estar completamente fit para poder hacerlo. Y entonces él dice, no, él no va a tener ningún problema. Y realmente usted ve el niño hoy día. Y el niño está de lo más tranquilo, normal, camina. Y le pregunto, ¿qué es lo que hace esto? El amor y la unión a Cristo, sir. Those are miracles that your audience need to know. Why I brought you here is because people don't know the part of the humanity that, you, that you're going to be facing all those monsters over there in Washington. Because that's, that's what we that's You know, when, when I say monster, I don't say it in a bad way, but I'm saying no, I, I monsters understand. of people with a lot of experience, people with no experience, people with bad experience, people with bad things. You know what I mean? Or, or good things. It's either or, but you're going to be facing the whole shebang over there i just and i think my 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 past just prepare you prepares me gives me it grounds me i can i have i have some things to relate other things to if something bad happens in dc i can always say well at least nobody's shooting at me or if something happens in dc it's like well you know at least i'm not out in the middle of the ocean drowning <laughs> or you know things something like that um, so it it, it it provides a lot of humility Definitely. And that's, that's your experience that you're bringing into the plate. And that's something that we need to know. Él trae a la, a, la, a la plataforma no solamente su experiencia educacional, sino la experiencia de una vida vivida, de una vida que ha pasado trabajo desde muy temprano en su vida hasta al llegar al momento de hoy. Él dice que lo que lo, no, para, por humildad, lo que lo lleva a Washington, y como le digo yo, a pelear con los monstruos que hay en Washington, me refiero, y no me refiero a monstruos de la manera mala, sino me, me refiero a monstruos, personas con mucho poder, personas con mucha educación, personas con mucha plata, pero mucho, o sea, con todo ese grupo de, de gentes que trabajan en nuestro gobierno, que él va a tener que estar trabajando diariamente y dice, yo traigo al plato el trabajo duro, yo traigo al plato la experiencia, yo voy a Washington DC, no me pueden meter un balazo porque ya yo he pasado por balas, no me, no, me pueden, no me pueden tirar en el medio del océano porque ya me tiraron en medio del océano, ¿qué me puede pasar? Nada más seguir peleando porque la comunidad de nosotros se unida, ser Five things that you want for the Hispanic community to know. About me? Mm -hmm. Five things that I think are most important is my humility, my character, my tact, my integrity, and my faith. Su humildad, su carácter. And I'm going to say it in Spanish. You say humility, character. Tact, integrity. La, tac, la táctica de él, la integridad. And faith. Y la fe. So, es lo que quiere que ustedes... Como five, hispanos five, sepan. Esas son cinco cosas que a él lo llevan a donde él está. Eso es lo que motiva a Morgan Luttrell para hacer todas las mañanas para poder pelear por nuestros derechos. Sir, border issues. How are you bringing this into our, the plate? And I need to say, ask you that because basically I just had a show, a full show on border, mm -hmm. on the border, a border patrol agent came and It was incredible. You will have to listen to okay. that show on the 31st. And basically, um, the things that are happening on there are not. I, we, I, I was just. Uh, and you were there. I had a meeting and also just had a meeting Tuesday with the sheriff in Kenny County. Okay. Uh, down out past Eagles, outside of Eagles Pass. Mm -hmm. Given the, the, the border issue is one of those complex issues that you really have to break down. Exactly, sir. You have to triage. You can, securing the border is one thing. Mm -hmm. Ch changing the narrative 
and the countries to our south mm-hmm. is, a, is one thing. Mm-hmm. Informing the other countries, like, it's not okay just to come up here. Exactly. And then breaking down the immigration platform itself. Where is the, where is the choke points? Where are the failures in policy? Where are, why are we lacking the ability to have someone who has literally been here trying to do the right thing for 10 to 20 years and cannot get, get a visa? Get it done? Or, exactly. What in mm. our work visas? How important is our economy when, uh, for, for work visas? Exactly. It's absolute. Exactly. The, the worst thing that happened is the border got into politics. Or exactly. politics got into the border. Into water, exactly. And I, I it, it, sh- it is, it shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. It should be, the border should be an absolute as well. This is our, this is where, how we protect ourselves. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we are a country of immigrants. I don't agree with coming over here illegally. I don't do, I don't, I don't. I don't go in, I, I, I would, I've never, I've been around the world. I don't know how many countries I, I've been to told I had to do it the right way. Mm-hmm. Having it done the right way is it, it it grounds our society. If you flood, I was the the, the sheriff. I was talking eight thousand people. Could you imagine if eight thousand people today showed up in Conroe, Texas, every single day? I don't even think about it. You know, if they did, if if you, if you literally break it down to what its essence is, let's peel the onion back. Uh-huh. If eight thousand people a day for the past two years, if two point two million people, two point two million people showed up in Conroe, Texas, what would that do with our emergency responders? What would it do our hospitals, it would be our ca- grocery stores, our restaurants? Completely chaotic. It, it, it's out of control, you know. And then then you have the the the, the ones that come across the border, walk to a road, stand, hey, I, I'm, I'm seeking asylum here. But the other million that come across through the pasture lands and are smuggling the drugs and the people and the weapons, they're here too. And that is a problem. That is a safety issue. That is a national security issue. Um, and unfortunately, they just package it together mm-hmm. and just hang it on that whole border security thing. And it's not that. It is so much more complex. complex. So the, for the Hispanic community, I know this is a lot. Should I wait? No. Let me, I'm gonna okay, yeah, I'm gonna I, got on, I got on a roll there. I'm gonna roll Estamos hablando un poquito sobre lo de migración, básicamente los planes de migración de él y compartir todo lo que está pasando en la frontera. Estamos todos estamos siendo afectados. Están cami- y lo repites, están caminando alrededor de 8 mil dólares, 8 mil personas diariamente. 8,000 personas diariamente están cruzando la frontera. Muchos vienen y se entregan porque quieren hacerlo de la manera legal, pero otros no. Otros están entrando traficando drogas, traficando gente, traficando armas. Entonces, él dice que lo que hemos hecho, hemos politiz- politizado lo que es la frontera. Hemos metido la política en la frontera y la frontera en vez de la política. Tenemos que quitar la política a un lado. Tenemos que hacer el breakdown. Hay que romperlo en tres, en tres fases. Una, lidiando con los gobiernos que están bajo de la frontera, los gobiernos de México hacia el sur y todos los gobiernos y todos los otros gobiernos y diciéndole, ven acá, yo no cruzo ilegalmente a tu territorio, tú no cruces ilegalmente al mío o si no vas a ser penalizado. Lo que vuelve y repite y dice, no creo, yo personalmente no creo y he estado en todas partes del mundo como Navy SEAL, yo he tenido que sacar mi licencia o mi permiso o mi visa para entrar a cualquier país en donde yo voy a trabajar. Eso es lo que se necesita. No solamente eso, que nos imaginemos 
que usted esté en el área de Conro y donde estamos ahorita mismo sentados y que todos los días entre 8 mil personas, todos los días durante dos años, 8 mil personas, estamos dando millones de personas entrando y que haya un caos en las calles donde no haya comida, donde la gente esté durmiendo en el suelo, donde la gente esté desesperada porque no hay con qué. Y los que están viviendo allí no tengan acceso a lo básico que es medicinas y al, y al sistema de, 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 de medicina. ¿Okay? Eso es lo que está pasando en la frontera de Texas en estos momentos. Entonces, él tiene que ir a que la política, otra cosa, tiene que agarrar el sistema de migración. Hay personas aquí que tienen 20 años, que han pagado impuestos, pero no tienen papeles. ¿Por qué? ¿Qué está pasando porque esas personas no tienen papeles? ¿Okay? En que el sistema burocrático que hay, y lo dice claramente, el sistema donde agarra completamente y no se le da el avance a los casos que están en emigración. Y eso está retrasando el país, retrasando la economía y no está ayudando a nadie. Y eso es lo que dice el señor Morgan, que en eso tenemos que no, no ponerlo en un solo paquete y guindarlo, no. Tenemos que agarrarlo y designarlo, designarlo en diferentes áreas y trabajarlos para poder progresar. I'm telling them that you're trying to break it in pieces, basically. It's important, I always say, it's important for the Hispanic community to know that The, the border issue is not directed at the Hispanic community anymore. There's over 120 countries, countries represented on, on those border crossings. On those border crossings, exactly. Uh, and it, it, it's unfortunate that everybody seems like, oh, it's, the, it's, it's illegal immigration from, it's Hispanics. And that, that's just not the case. Exactly. And I always try to be very clear on that when we're talking about securing the border and the immigration problem. It, it, it always used to kind of gravitate towards the Hispanic community, which is unfortunate given mm -hmm. just kind of the, you know, the, the past. Mm -hmm. But it, it's not that. That's Quiere not que it. ustedes los hispanos entiendan que esto de la, de la crisis del border se les ha enfocado y dicen, ah, el border porque son los mexicanos, están cruzando, los mexicanos, los hispanos. No, hay más de 120 países de personas ilegales que están cruzando la frontera en estos momentos. Así que no solamente son los hispanos, no solamente somos mi grupo o el grupo de nosotros. Hay de todas clases, hay de Nigeria, de, de todo, de África, hay gente que vienen de otros lugares, que vienen de Lébano, de, de, de Vietnam, de todos, se están cruzando por el border. Y eso es lo que dice, es, es todo, es globalizar. Mm. And I'm telling them basically, it's yeah. not, All the it's, it's not yeah. our fault, yeah. Yeah. period. Yeah. Okay. It's focused on us because we're in Texas and we're speaking Spanish yeah. and we're more speaking and, Spanish. And Mexico is just the avenue to get come through. Exactly. Yeah. But the question is, dealing with Mexico and dealing with the cartels. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's what it is. And if we don't end up the cartels, the country, and that's I something up the, high. That is, that's top level. That's when top it level. When it comes to car, exactly. cartel, that's top it's level. It's top level. And I'm going to be honest with you, it's out of control in Mexico, and it's continuing on. If we let it grow, it's going to be out of control mm -hmm. here in the United mm -hmm. States. Because it's out of control in Mexico. They oh, do yeah. what they feel like. Oh, sure, okay? yeah. Okay. And they, they lead by fear. They lead by they lead, they lead they 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 control by fear. And I say I've seen this because I read the newspapers, I do the research, and I know. Mm -hmm. It's and we can see it every minute. They're they're killing, they're capturing, they're mm -hmm. doing so many things because of the drugs. And that's where you know Latin America down, Mexico, down all the way to Argentina, they are there. Sure. And they're 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 doing whatever they feel like. Mm -hmm. Okay. But we need to stop that, Sarah. And thank you. For your commitment, because you're taking out, you're one of the ones I, I know, of the yeah. million of people that are saying, you know, something I'm battling for my for my country. I'm going to put my word out and I'm going to try to mm -hmm. work it. And you have, I've seen you walking 
in within our communities. I see you engaged in our meetings. I see you working. I see our Democrats trying to do the same thing, but they can't. But they have been trying. And I even asked Miss Laura to come into our show, and that I guess no, never never, never reply. But at the same time, I I am grateful to everybody that again. Mm -hmm. in Action is here to educate. I'm mm -hmm. not here to tell you who to vote for or not to vote for. Okay. I'm here to tell you, you know, I'm here to educate. Mm -hmm. So people will know and open their eyes that there's not only an issue on, 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 on the border. That's one of the major things, of course. But there's an issue on the economy, mm -hmm. an issue on everything that is going on. And Always, you yeah, are trying to do your best. I am. And I like to explain to people that. Take red and blue out of the equation. Take Republican, get rid of those monikers, mm -hmm. okay? Look at, as you said, look at the border, look at the immigration, look at the economy, look at inflation, look at our national security, look at foreign relations. Just look at, the, just look at those different buckets mm -hmm. and, where, and then ask yourself, what, what is it now with the leadership in place? Is it effective or it would, it would and do your homework on all the candidates. Mm -hmm. Does that particular individual can they fix that problem? And they, what and are they bringing into the plate? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, and one of the great things about being a, a future congressman is you can get to me every two years. If I don't do my job, September, the, 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 the election is November 8th, November 9th, you can start going, you can start coming after me. Exactly. Just like that. That's, mm -hmm. that, that's the Constitution nailed it, right? Mm -hmm. And because in my position, we make laws. Mm -hmm. Right, we can get rid of laws. We can make laws. We can we move the money, and if we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing, you can get us. Exactly, and I don't and think I people understand that. And then remembering them, like I remember all my audiences. The government works for us. We don't work for the government. That's right. Exactly. Okay, because like right now we're in the middle of voting sessions. We need to go and eject our mm -hmm. right of voting because we're electing those that are going to represent us. If you're electing somebody that is representing you, you want that person to work for you. Tell the tell the Hispanic community. Here, here's one of my challenges. If I tried to talk, if I was able to talk to every person in the district. Every human in my district mm -hmm. for one minute mm -hmm. and one minute only, it would take me four years. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> I, I, I really want people to walk up to, to walk up to me and ask you questions. and ask me because I can't walk up to everybody. Exactly. And it, 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 it always, and it's not a, it's not a frustration, but it's, it's a want of, Hey, if you have something that you need done, I don't know. I can't read your mind. Exactly. And everybody eventually is going to know who I am. Exactly. So they need to come up and help me. Exactly. And I, and I, I really ask for that. Okay, él está, estamos hablando ahorita mismo que todo lo que pasa en el gobierno es dividido y es aceptado por ustedes. Ustedes como, como, como los que es, toman las decisiones para, como votantes, como pueblo, ustedes tienen que agarrar y tomar sus propias decisiones. Él dice, tenemos que ver las plataformas de cada individuo que está en las elecciones. Tenemos que estudiar quién va a ser el que hace el trabajo y cómo hacerlo. Y después que haga el trabajo, tenemos que estar constantemente cada dos años detrás de esa persona para que continúe a hacer el trabajo y evaluar lo que esa persona hizo que me afectó o que no me afectó durante esos dos años. Eso es lo que está diciendo claramente en esto. También dice que quiere que sepan, que los hispanos, nosotros sepamos lo siguiente. Él dice que para poder hablar con cada constituency de él, 
en esto, si llega a ser, con, si llega a ser este, senador, le va a tomar cuatro años. Pero ustedes pueden llegar a donde él. Usted, él tiene sus puertas abiertas, él puede decir, Morgan, necesito hablar contigo y él va a escucharlos. Porque él no sabe lo que tienen ustedes en la mente. Él no sabe las necesidades hasta cuando no se las traen a él. Y el team de él y él están para trabajar. Como se lo dije anteriormente y siempre lo he dicho, el gobierno se elige por nosotros, el gobierno trabaja para nosotros. Estamos en un país donde él dice que él estaba donde... Para, por la constitución de los Estados Unidos. La constitución misma lo explica de esa manera y eso es lo que quiere hacer. Any other words or wisdom for us, sir? And thank you for coming over here. Words of wisdom. Don't ever forget that your vote counts. Don't ever forget that we do, given, even given all of our You know, our, our laundry. Mm -hmm. We live in the greatest country in the world. Exactly. And, and the last word of wisdom I, I would impart as a candidate was, is that as a candidate but as a human being, don't hate just because of a political persuasion. It's so it just it's so divisive and it's just infecting our country. Mm -hmm. Have conversations. Explain your perspective. Don't yell. Don't throw. Don't fight. Don't cuss. Explain. Get into an agreement. Your perspective. I'll explain mine. Mm -hmm. There's a there. You can agree to disagree. I love perspective, and people have come to me with things on from my, different than mine, and have have changed. You know, my, my perception mm -hmm. of, of things. Mm -hmm. Not all the time, but it's, you know, I can't know everything. I know how I was raised. I know my beliefs. I know my education. Mm -hmm. I don't know every single person walking around on this, in this country. And it's so interesting to see why, and why people believe the things that they believe. Because then I can impart why I believe the way that I believe from my experiences, mm -hmm. from my, my ups and downs and motions and everything. And then they're like, that makes total sense. And I'm not mad at you. Mm -hmm. I, I totally get it because you're knowing what the background that yeah. the person is I mean people have these time. you know you could have this just far the other side mm -hmm. from me and I'm like why tell me why mm -hmm. and I've had conversations like people just because I want to well that that doesn't tell me anything and then I have people like well it's because of the situation that I was in when I was younger and this is what I went through and this is why I'm so emotionally attached to that like mm -hmm. I totally respect that mm -hmm. thank you for sharing that with me exactly. it gives me Another process. Exactly. Él dice, le pregunté antes de cerrar con él eh, tres, tres cosas que fueran eh, de sabiduría para la comunidad de nosotros. Lo primero dice, nunca se olviden que el voto de nosotros vale. El voto de usted, salga a la calle y vote. No importa por qué candidato usted elija, vaya a votar, porque sí cuenta. La segunda es, por favor, nunca se olvide que estamos con todos los defectos que tenemos en los Estados Unidos y todos los problemas que hay. Esta todavía sigue siendo la tierra más fuerte y más fértil y la tierra de la libertad que usted conoció. Y la tercera cosa es lo que se diría en español, no juzgar el libro por, por la cubierta. Estudia a su candidato pregúntele a su candidato, aunque usted quizás no quiera, o si no, al otro candidato no le guste, acérquese al candidato, 
an, a, a, trate de ver la plataforma, dele su perspectiva y nunca sa, saque la perspectiva de lo que es republicano, liberal, demócrata, del, de, de, la, de, de toda la contienda y piense lo que realmente usted como persona necesita para poder sobresalir y lo que ellos pueden hacer por usted. En eso se base. Y, a, y comience a hablar y a dialogar. Cuando las, las dos cámaras se juntan o los, o los partidos se juntan en una sola línea para dialogar y entender lo que otra persona piensa, en vez de pelear, discutir, amarrarse o, o, o lo, que, lo que hacen usualmente violentamente, cuando lo hacen de esa manera, pueden llegar ustedes a un arreglo y se puede vivir en más común unión. Y él dice, él está abierto para cualquier tipo de diálogo, de donde sea, porque le han llegado a él a preguntar y explicar por qué gustan de él o por qué no gustan de él. Y él dice, entiendo, pero traten de hablar y comunicar y llegar a un acuerdo. Eso es lo que pide el señor Morgan Lutrell. Estamos aquí para ustedes, Voces en Acción. Morgan, thank you so much for being with us. Yes. Thank you for your effort for this community. We back you up, man. You know, all the community, regardless of winning or not, whoever they chose. Mm -hmm. But I know you have done your baby steps to get where you are. And, you know, you're doing the right thing for the community. And that's what I'm seeing you as a, as a person. I've seen you not as a candidate, but as a person. And uh, good luck. On, on, your, on your endeavors. Le doy las gracias por estar aquí. Le doy las gracias porque como ser humano está dando lo mejor para la comunidad, sea que gane o no gane, y al mismo tiempo viene a darnos un poco de su vida para que la conozcamos. Gracias a Morgan Lutrell por tener el honor de tenerlo. Gracias a ustedes por poderme escuchar. Y nos vemos en, las próximas, eh, en el próximo capítulo. Por favor, salgan mañana el día 8 de noviembre a votar. Necesitamos que vayan a votar, por favor. We need you to go to vote. If you don't vote, don't complain. That's the only thing I can tell you. Have a good day, and we'll see you in the next chapter. Bye-bye. Esto fue Voces en Acción, el programa comunitario que informa a nuestra comunidad latina. Voces en Acción, la verdad en acción. Voices in Action, the truth in action. Hasta nuestra próxima edición.